to praise the Lord. We'll do some more singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. And it came to pass that while Josiah, king of Judah, was yet young, that there was born of Hilkiah the priest a son. And they named him Jeremiah. Brought up in a God-fearing home by loving but firm parents, Jeremiah learned to love, honor, and respect God and his fellow men. By nature, Jeremiah was gentle and tender-hearted, and the conflict between good and evil in Judah caused him great personal distress. While he was still quite young, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Behold, Jeremiah! The Lord God has ordained thee to be his prophet among the nations. Me, a prophet? Even before thou wast born, the Lord sanctified thee as his prophet. I can't be a prophet. I'm unable to speak with authority. I'm but a child. Say not that thou art a child, and be not afraid of the people. For the Lord will be with thee to deliver thee. Behold, I touch the lips of thy mouth. Therefore hath the Lord put his words in thy mouth, and hath set thee this day over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to... And the word of the Lord came again to Jeremiah, saying, Arise and speak unto the people all that the Lord commands. Judah shall fight against thee, but they shall not prevail, for the Lord is with thee to deliver thee. Go forth and cry in the ears of Jerusalem all the evils and abominations. 
And the word of the Lord came yet again to the youthful Jeremiah, saying, The Lord directs thee to go in the streets of Jerusalem, among the poor and the rich, the mighty and the weak, and search thou for just one man who sincerely seeks to know and do God's will. Uh, pardon me, sir. May I speak with you for a moment? Uh, what about, young man? Oh, about God, sir. Uh, which God? The God of Moses, Abraham, and Israel. Oh, him. Well, sonny, you're in the wrong place to talk about that God. Uh, go to the temple. <laughs> How do you do, ma'am? Uh, my name is Jeremiah. I'm making a... Well, I, I'm going from street to street and house to house to see if I can find anyone, just anyone, who's interested in learning more about God. I suppose you're talking about the God of Solomon's temple? Uh, yes, ma'am. Well, you'll have to go somewhere else, young man. I'm certainly not interested. Why should I be? I'm too busy. And besides, I have my own gods and images to worship. speak with thee for just a moment? Well, of course, Jeremiah, my son, why not? Are we not all priests, sons of Aaron? Uh, something troubling you? Yes, I, I... I've been everywhere in Jerusalem questioning people, even the high officers of the king's court, and I... I couldn't find anyone, not one person, who was honestly and sincerely interested in knowing more about God and doing his will. <laughs> Don't let that trouble you, Jeremiah. The people are indifferent toward God, I'll admit. And Israel is deep in apostasy. But what difference does it make? You're not alarmed or concerned? Why should I be? I am a priest. I lead the people in worship. Not to the God I think they should worship. Or in the manner I think they should but as they themselves wish. Well, your duty as a priest of the line of Aaron is to teach the people, to guide them, and lead them to the Lord God our Creator. You're young, Jeremiah. Be careful what you say, or you'll incur the wrath of the priests as well as the people. Much better to incur the wrath of priests and people than the wrath of God. If the people want to worship Baal, we're going to let them. You keep out of the way. Jeremiah repeatedly preached unto the people repentance. Again, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Go and stand in the gate of the common people. Say unto them, Hear ye, the commandments of God are everlasting and holy. Keep ye them. Hear ye this, all ye people. The Lord commanded that we keep holy his Sabbath day. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy, saith the Lord. Ye have forgotten the Sabbath day. Ye carry burdens in and out this gate upon God's holy Sabbath. Know ye not that God blessed the Sabbath day and sanctified it? If ye keep holy this sanctified day, ye will be blessed. All Israel will be blessed. But if ye will not hearken unto the Lord to keep and hallow his Sabbath day, then he will kindle a fire in the gates of Jerusalem, and it shall devour the palaces thereof and it shall not be quenched. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. 
Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. The Lord bids thee arise, Jeremiah. Go down to the potter's house, and thou shalt be shown truth concerning the ways of the Lord. As the wheels turn the clay, I merely press against the clay and form it into any shape I choose. Very simple. Take this that I'm making right now. It's marred. I don't like it. So what do I do? Merely start all over again. Ah, I'll use the same clay, but form it into something entirely different. See? <laughs> like this. When I'm through forming it, I bake it, and I have permanent clay pottery. Base, dish, or whatever I've formed. And the voice of the Lord spoke yet again unto Jeremiah. Go, get a potter's earthen bottle and take it with thee to the valley of Hinnom. Say unto the people, Thus saith the Lord, Hearken unto the voice of God, O house of Israel. Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in my hand, because ye have forsaken the Lord, and have burned incense to other gods, nor have kept my commandments. Therefore shall I cause this city to be desolate, Everyone that passeth by shall be astonished and hiss because of all the plagues thereof. Then, Jeremiah, shalt thou break the bottle. Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will forsake Jerusalem. I will bring upon it in Judah all the evil that I have pronounced against it, because ye have hardened your hearts and obey not my royal law, nor do ye keep my precepts. We'll continue the Bible story tomorrow, and if you would like to have these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible and Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye.
Okay, voice recorder on. <clears throat> this is Kim again with my daily diary for health class. I'm supposed to say what I did today to keep healthy. Well, today I slept. No, I didn't sleep during the day because I was at school and my teachers don't like students sleeping in class. No, I didn't sleep during lunch break because today was curry rice day and I love curry rice. And no, I didn't sleep during band practice because I had a clarinet solo and my band teacher knows the difference between a clarinet and snoring. Although sometimes my clarinet sounds very much like snoring. I slept last night. I went to bed early and didn't wake up until my brother Carlos ran into the wall this morning. He does that a lot, especially when he's playing with our dog, Alexander. No one can sleep through that. Sleeping is important to my health because if I don't get a good night's sleep, I'm all tired and grouchy the next day. I can't concentrate in school and my grades go down. This makes my mom and dad upset because I'm supposed to be the smart one in the family. Carlos could be the smart one in the family if he'd stop running into walls. To make sure I get a good night's sleep, I relax in the evening and don't do stuff that would keep me awake, like eating a lot of food or exercising very hard right before I go to bed. I read a book or listen to my favorite music for a while. Then I say good night to everyone and drift off to dreamland. Oh, I love sleeping. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm going to do right now. Good night. God has given us everything we need to be healthy inside and out. During Creation Week, He established a health plan for every creature on earth. To learn more about healthy living and about the God who created us all, go to kidsbibleinfo.com. That's kidsbibleinfo.com. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. The Easter story you're about to hear is so amazing that it's almost too good to be true. But it is true. In fact, the miracle of the resurrection is one of the most well-documented facts in history. Doubters have never been able to explain how else Jesus' body could have disappeared from the tomb. That's because it's kind of hard to explain away the earthquake and the angel who announced that Jesus was not there but had risen. It's just like a mystery story come to life. Good choice of words since that's exactly what Jesus did. Have you seen him with your very own eyes? No, but Jesus did appear to more than 300 people after he rose from the dead. Wow, that's a lot of eyewitnesses. Sounds amazing. It is amazing that Jesus came back from the dead, but it really did happen. All the stories in the Bible about Jesus are true. Well, tell me more of them.
boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 2, Rock Slide. I like this old winding road much better than the new freeway, Grandpa said. It takes only a little longer now that most of the traffic is on the freeway. And I really like driving through the hills and trees. This used to be the only way to get to Mill Valley from the city. Willie relaxed back against the seat of Grandpa's old car. It's been a super day, hasn't it, Grandpa? That it has, Willie. What did you like best at the county fair? I think I liked the goats best, Willie replied thoughtfully. The way they could jump straight up in the air was so funny. That's what I'm going to do when I get to heaven. Jump up and down and run and climb hills and never get tired. I really liked the cotton candy, too. I thought food would come into it somewhere, Grandpa said with a chuckle. You ate almost everything at the fair. Willie's eyes sparkled as he patted his stomach. Well, there were lots of things to try. I've never tasted anything called an elephant ear before, have you? I got sugar all over me, but it was yummy. Grandpa smiled and Willie went on. Another thing I liked was the radio booth. Did you know that Chris and I are learning the Morse code? Well, well, I used to know the Morse code a long time ago. I've forgotten most of it now. Grandpa paused a moment, looking in the rearview mirror and at the road ahead. Nobody's around. So how about this? He honked the horn one short beep and one long one. Dit-da! That's the letter A, Willie said promptly. Come on, Grandpa, I know lots of letters. Try something harder. For a while, Grandpa honked simple words slowly on the horn for Willie. Finally, Willie grew tired of the game. How about let's sing? Willie and Grandpa often sang together when they were in the car. Well, let's see. We sang most all the songs you sing in the shoebox this morning. How about some songs from when I was your age? Grandpa asked. Before long, Willie was laughing and trying to sing along to Grandpa's old songs. Look way down there, Willie, Grandpa said as he drove around a sharp curve. See that river down at the bottom of the canyon? I'll bet there's a lot of fish down there. Yeah, it looks like a zillion miles down, though. If my wheelchair started rolling down, I bet I'd break some speed records. Willie glanced into the back seat at his chair. If you started down that bank, you'd need a pilot's license, boy, Grandpa joked, because you'd certainly do some flying. Willie watched out his window as they drove along. Every new turn took them higher up the mountain. Twenty minutes later, Grandpa pulled the car over and stopped. Just look at that view, Willie. We're on top of the world. It's all downhill to home now. Willie pointed to a dark spot in the distance. Is that Mill Valley? It looks so tiny. That's part of Mill Valley, Grandpa agreed. After a few more minutes of staring, Grandpa put the car in gear and started downhill. We'll be home in about an hour, just before it gets dark. Willie grinned. Good, because I'll be starved by then. Now, why doesn't that surprise me, Grandpa said, laughing. But we did eat just before we left the fairgrounds, remember? Willie just grinned and started reading the road signs out loud. Runaway truck ramp, one half mile. Watch for falling rocks. And look, that one just had a picture of a deer that's flying. Deer don't fly. If you ever saw one bounding across the highway, you'd think they did, Grandpa said. Willie glanced down the deep canyon on his side of the car and then up toward the bank on Grandpa's side. A movement caught his eye. The bank looked alive. Rocks on it were rolling fast. Downhill toward the road. Grandpa, Willie shouted as a brown cloud of dust covered the car. Dirt and rocks whirled around them like a brown blizzard. Hang on, Grandpa shouted. It's a rock slide. 
A huge rock crashed onto the hood of the car, smashing the windshield. More rocks and clumps of earth fell through the opening onto Willie and Grandpa. Willie gasped for air as the dust and dirt billowed up around him. He heard crashes and bangs as more rocks hit the car. The old car lurched to the right, bumped over the debris on the road, then plunged over the bank. Grandpa! Willie shouted again. Hold on, Willie! Grandpa shouted back. The car shot downward, bumping over bushes and boulders. Rocks and dirt from the road above poured past them like river water. Willie watched, horrified, as they hit a tree stump. For a split second, the car stopped and large rocks rolled past. Then it slid sideways, hit another stump, and spun around to continue its wild slide down the rugged mountainside. Willie was thrown hard against the door, then over toward Grandpa, back and forth as far as his shoulder belt allowed. Rock slammed into the side of the car, drowning out all other noises. Do something, Grandpa, Willie shouted. Dear God, help us, Grandpa called, holding his left elbow with his right hand. Please, Jesus, Willie repeated, help us. The car raced on down toward a grove of cedar trees near the bottom of the canyon. As the car entered the trees, the small trees and bushes slowed its speed. Suddenly, the car's front end drove right up over a tall bush and came to rest with the front bumper partway up the side of a big tree. For a minute more, Willie heard only the roar of rocks still rolling down the steep mountainside. Then everything was silent. Willie coughed and put his hand on his head. I don't like that ride very much, Grandpa, Willie said in a small, quiet voice. When Grandpa didn't answer, Willie turned to look at him. Grandpa's head rested on the steering wheel. His eyes were closed. His left arm lay at an odd angle in his lap. His right hand hung limp almost to the floor. Grandpa? Willie's throat felt tight and he could hardly breathe. Grandpa? Grandpa! The story you've heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 8, The Rock Slide Rescue, written by Sandy Zaug, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Let the children come. Don't dare drive them away. And then the kingdom comes. Hear the holy, foolish things they say. The springtime of their life decides the adults they'll become. So let the children come, please let the children come. Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Lifetalk Radio at lifetalk.net.